0: Hello. Oh! Hi. Horrifying. Hello. I have badges. I'm going to sprinkle them on the front. Uh, Yes, you may do that. (laughs) I'll put one down. How is everyone? Yay! Thank you all so much for... I meant to say we need to pull a mat. That's That's so many. (laughs) We need some for the rest of the weekend hi everyone no hi hi oh okay you can come up now yeah or you can come at the end either is good either is good so hello we are goblet of wine um can we get a little show of hands who already listens to us yeah and we can we get a little show of hands of people who have no clue who we are yeah yeah nice good for you I'm so sorry that you're about to find out So sorry you've stumbled into the main stage (sighs) so I'm going to repeat the bit that I always do about us basically we're two girls that we loved Harry Potter from a young age Um, and then one day after spending a ridiculous amount of time drinking and talking about Harry Potter we decided to make a podcast out of it Um, so you know we really like to milk the fact that we're british so obviously we're like the british drunken podcast because that is what the british people do um so yeah i am charlie and i am hannah and (laughs) we get drunk and talk about harry potter and that is our usp (laughs) yeah Thank you. Um, to anyone that listens to us um, that doesn't isn't able to tell us apart because apparently our voices sound really similar. Hopefully now you know. <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! So today we're going to be reading you a chapter of Harry Potter, and it's just going to be where we are in the podcast. So that is chapter. 11 of Half-Blood Prince. Luckily, it is is an amusing chapter because we were a bit worried we'd get a heavy one for live on stage. Yeah, and the chapter before this, which is when Dumbledore takes Harry into the Pensieve to see the Gaunt family. (laughs) Not that. Um, Don't do that one on stage. (laughs) We just read that one and we were like, thank God it's not that one because that is so heavy. Yeah. (laughs) Um. (sighs) So... But normally we do a little intro to our podcast, and one of that is Charlie. What are we drinking today? We are drinking water. Water. Because we are not allowed to drink. And <laughs> it's definitely water. Of course it is. It is. It is. I don't know why you're all laughing. I can't I get mine off. Actually, just how do I drink out this? Oh, my God. There we go lovely yeah we're off to a great start with me being unable to drink my (laughs) my sippy cup so we're just gonna jump in if everyone's all right with that yeah and also thank you everyone so much for coming um we thought there would be five people (laughs) and admittedly i can't count but i think there's more than that (laughs) okay so chapter 11 hermione's helping hand i when i read that i honestly thought it was just going to be her doing them their homework like she always does when is hermione not giving these two boys her helping hand? no that sounded wrong take that back take that back, take that back. <laughs> Oh, we're off to a great. Are there any children in the audience? Please let us know now. Yay! Oh no, the hands are up. Okay, okay, well, just to warn you, there may be some swearing. language and some um, swearing. <laughs> Phallic jokes. <laughs> if you are not comfortable with that, please leave now. Yes. <laughs> So um, we start off the chapter with the trio and Harry just complaining, which is very British. All we've done since we've arrived here is complain yes. every time we step outside we're like it's too hot don't like yeah it. it's too hot here <laughs> it really is like we're having the time of our lives this is the most incredible i mean work holiday that we've ever had and our entire vlog that we're doing for patreon is us just being like it's too hot i'm too hot i'm too um, hot I don't, um, i'm like really you. tired my legs hurt <laughs> it's british culture and we will not change all we do is complain and we like it so there yeah. the trio are complaining that there's a lot of homework and the sixth year is hard and that they have have to do non-verbal spells in every lesson, which still not a single teacher has explained to them, apparently, how to do a non-verbal spell. It's just like, do the spell yeah, without saying things. Yeah, just do it. Just do it, Hannah. Uh, do one now. Ta-da. Ta-da, she did it. That was really embarrassing. Yeah. She made Please you laugh. That, that, that was that the spell. <laughs> laugh. laugh. Um. <laughs> They're discussing how Hagrid is clearly upset with them um because he hasn't been coming to breakfast or any other meals and he's been ignoring them and they're like but we haven't really had the time to apologize. Yeah, <laughs> like terrible friends. They just like oh Hagrid. he's clearly really upset to the point where he isn't eating. It's fine. it's fine, he'll get over it. We he'll don't need get to go talk it. to him. We also got a line that I love, just a little, little sprinkle in there, a line about how Harry likes herbology because he's allowed to swear. swear. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that is the biggest fucking mood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're then talking about Hagrid and his brother Grawp, And I noticed, okay, actually, I'm opening this out to the audience, okay? Because I opened it out to you and you were confused. So Ron says to Hermione, you didn't hear him going on about his gormless brother like we did. And I'm like... When has Ron talked to Hagrid about Grawp when Hermione hasn't been there? And also, Ron never met Grawp. It was Hermione that met Grawp. Like, yeah. can anyone actually think why Ron would say this line? I feel like it's meant to be Hermione's line and it's, got, it's been confused. Anyone? Thank you for that silence. <laughs> yeah great audience participation no like it is weird isn't it yeah it's like that definitely should be hermione's line she met him yeah had the conversations and i can't think of a single Oh, we have a hand yay hi I just, i'm remembering this jk Rowling quote where she said that it was a nightmare that people expected her to remember what she wrote we will hold her to every stand <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean imagine if you were actually a competent author to remember the things that you wrote <laughs> uh we do hate jk rowling on this podcast so uh fine no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we get to one of my favorite sections hermione wonders no harry wonders why so many people are signing up to quidditch practice he's like what? The, we've never had this many people audition so A, popular. you've never held Quidditch auditions before Literally, this year no one has ever had to try out for Quidditch before, before this book. and he's like oh it's really popular and it's, it's like yeah because you've not given anyone else a chance <laughs> in how many years like, you've all been getting into the team every year through nepotism and then Harry's finally like I should yeah. hold some tryouts you know like <laughs> it's so weird that Harry's the only one that's like yeah maybe we give other people a chance Yeah. so Harry wonders why this is And Hermione um, just bursts out, you're now interesting and fanciable. (laughs) causing Ron to choke on a kipper, which is just... Ron is like, bitch, what, you fancy him? Yeah. Ron takes this in all the wrong ways, because Hermione then explains that everyone's had to admit that Harry was in the right, he has fought Voldemort, he's been scarred from Umbridge, and Ron goes, I've got scars on my arms. (laughs) And then Hermione finishes with, and you've got really tall over the summer, and Ron goes, I'm tall. tall. (laughs) I just love Ron. He's just so jealous over everything. Yeah, but also Hermione is so spot on. I would fancy Harry in this situation. I'm like, oh, he's so brave and famous, and oh, he's done all these things. I 100% would have been crushing hard. Yeah. I I wouldn't have, you know, tried to love poison him, but, you know, (laughs) probably wouldn't have taken it that far. You might have tried out for a Gryffindor Quidditch team. I feel like that fundamentally goes in my against my belief that sport is bad and <laughs> I should never do it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, Harry has apparently also grown a full foot over summer, which ruins our joke that Harry is three foot two and Ron is seven foot six, so yeah. Harry's catching up slightly to yeah. Ron's enormous tallness. Yeah, because all word. the other books it's like, and Ron was so tall and Harry was, was so short. <laughs> And now JK Rowling, because she's a bigot, is like, oh, I want Harry to become a sex symbol, therefore he needs to be tall. Because ew, short people, because she is a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's a nice laugh. <laughs> um. Sorry, I know I actually can't see my own notes in this light. and I can't it? read her handwriting. It's also very dark on stage. <laughs> um, the new potion books arrive, so Harry swaps the covers over, much to Hermione's disappointment, and then he mentions the book costs nine galleons. And look, I know you didn't come to LeakyCon to hear me go on about, like, the fact that the prices in the Wizarding World don't make sense, but I'm going to do it anyway because you came into this room, okay? <laughs> so nine galleons for a book makes no sense when I... have t- believe the wand costs seven galleons. And also, we know that nine galleons is roughly five pounds, which means this book is 81 pounds. 80. Wow, I mean, I'm sure that every like American that's gone to college is like, yeah, that's what textbook costs. But like in the UK, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. And also, when you're in school, they should cost nothing. Please stop charging people for their necessary yeah, books. And I, also, I mean, I would say, please stop charging people for education. That, yes. Oh God, (laughs) it's so easy. (laughs) The bar is so low to get applause. This is doing horrible things for my ego. We're not gonna be able to get back through the doors because our heads will have expanded so much. (laughs) Also, Ron's family has been said in previous chapters to have no galleons in their vault. So where is this nine galleons coming from? It's just, it just annoyed me. Money makes no sense in this world. Actually, I mean, nothing makes any sense. Then that's what we pick apart for hours. (laughs) The newspaper arrives. And Stan Shunpike has been arrested because he was heard talking about Death Eater plans in a pub. completely forgot what to say based on that. <laughs> this is and I'm about to reference something incredibly British, so no one is going to get this. This is like um What's His Face in the Inbetweeners that when he's just like constantly telling lies about all of the big things that he does. Yes. Yes, Thank it you. is. Is it G- is that one Jay? Jay. Yeah. Anyway, Watch the Inbetweeners, British comedy, absolutely amazing. Fine. You want to see what Britain yes. is actually like. That's that Watch the Inbetweeners. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just Stan Shumpai lying about stuff. But then it he is. accidentally becomes a Death Eater because he gets into Azkaban, and it's sad. But yeah. yeah. I love when people accidentally become Death Eaters. <laughs> Sometimes you know you're just in the pub, you're just drinking, and then you accidentally agree to murder some people. It happens to all of us. Yeah, to drink. And sometimes you know in an alternate universe you die, but in this one you don't, and you become a Death Eater <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, did you write down the same note as me about Stan Shunpike being arrested in his Clapham home, um, <laughs> which is like where where-ish me and Hannah live? So we're like, woo, Clapham. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! we get South way... London. I know we get way too excited when there's like geographic references to like anywhere that we actually know um, or we get angry about them when it's actually inaccurate but yeah it makes Oh yeah we um we went to the Harry Potter theme park Universal the other day. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay right. We, we went on the Hogwarts Express and it takes you through London through a magical and we were just sat on the train going that's not there. That's not there. That building's not close to that train station. This is appalling. This is appalling. I was literally seeing that. there with six other people in the carriage going, well, you can't see the gherkin from King's Cross, so that's inaccurate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All the Americans were ju- in our compartment were just like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is so magical. We were like, the gherkin is not there. <laughs> and we were like, what road is this? This looks a bit like Kensington. They're like, Shut up. up. <laughs> And then once they all, once they all like got out of the carriage like we stayed behind because we recently read the chapter where Harry climbs into the luggage compartment and when we were reading it we were like that's all not possible. Not possible. there is no way on a british train that you can actually swiftly climb oh from God, the not don't, into don't the luggage fall. compartment. I don't think they have a, if you die. I'm wearing a skort, it's fine. This isn't X-rated. Um, but yeah, we were like, there is no effing way. So yeah, you best believe that we were on that Hogwarts Express climbing over the seats trying to get into the luggage rack whilst these horrified Americans were just like, what are they doing? <laughs> what is wrong with these people? <laughs> Amazingly, we didn't get chucked out of the park. <laughs> it, it, it is impressive when we were walking around going, this is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder people don't want to be friends with us. Um, yeah, But with you guys, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's also a kind of depressing bit where they're talking about how people are being pulled out of school. Um, the Patel twins' parents want them to go home, and Hannah Abbott hasn't been seen since yesterday because she got pulled out of Herbology mm. because her mother's been killed. And it's kind of like bringing it very like we've said it before but book five and book six start to expand upon oh this isn't just happening to harry this is horrible for everyone like the everyone else is going through as much as harry is and this is no longer just about harry and voldemort which is why it is literally the worst point in book seven where harry's like people need to stop dying for me i'm like you don't think hannah abbott wanted to avenge her own mother like come on harry this is not about you But Mr. Harry, centre of the universe. Of course, it's all about him. Yeah. There's also a line that Eloise midgen has been withdrawn, and I'm like, is this to do with Voldemort? Is or is this to do with the ramping bullying of this <laughs> towards character of the, the acne that bitch Hermione gave? <laughs> no, no, no. You've got your characters confused. Have I? Eloise Midgen just has acne. Oh, Hermione yes. gave acne to. The other one. The other one. Yeah, Marietta Edgecombe. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, the point still stands. Like, I- I- is it Voldemort or is it the bullying from Ron? <laughs> Probably the bullying from everyone. Everyone is so yeah. mean to this poor girl. Yeah, because once again, I cannot stress enough. J.K. Rowling is a terrible person. <laughs> that's like acne. Ooh. Like, oh, bad character. Um, <laughs> Lavender then grins at Ron and Hermione gets grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I love high school fancying each other. It's just brilliant. Yeah. This really is the horny book. It really is. this, and is... this is the horny chapter. Yeah. I'm sorry, is... child. <laughs> sorry, child. Sorry, <laughs> child. Uh, this is Harry Potter and the, what are these horny feelings? <laughs> is it a monster inside my chest? <sighs> oh yeah, One point Harry's just like, he absent-mindedly watched Ginny play with her, her pigment puff. And I'm like, yep. do you not realize you fat? No, okay, no. No thoughts enter the brain of Harry yep. Potter. It's so normal. <laughs> normal to stare at women, I told myself when I was like 14. <laughs> 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 oh, <dear. laughs> um, so we, g- we head to the Creeper tr- bl- 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 Thank Good. you. I can't edit that out. Podcaster. Yeah, professional podcaster. <laughs> we head to the Quidditch tryouts and McLaggen it turns out is trying out for Keeper and the book kind of has to backtrack because Harry's then like, why didn't you try out last year? There were keeper tryouts last year, but because this character has only been added into this book, it's like, oh, I was in the hospital wing for reasons um, that doesn't make sense. Well, he so ate some Doxy eggs. For huh? a bet. Yeah. For a so bet. we know he's a cool, normal he's guy. A, yeah. he's a... And like he's Gryffindor as well. And it's like, we have every Gryffindor at this point laid out for us. And then it's like, oh, there's another one. He was under the rug. Yeah, don't worry about him. Yeah, don't, don't worry about him. He's he's there. He's really loud and obnoxious and makes himself the centre of attention. And Harry has literally never, ever thought about him before, perceived him, which, to be fair, is quite in character for Harry. Because Harry he second only names his classmates he, every day. He's like, oh, Justin Finch. Actually, I know him. Yeah. Yes, you've been in Lex for six years you do know him yeah harry thinks about himself 24 7 and this is the book when it's almost like he becomes sentient he's like other people exist wow my mind (laughs) it's like harry i know you have a load of trauma but like you're standing on a first year like there's (laughs) someone else there (laughs) harry you've accidentally kicked a first year down the stairs and (laughs) killed them We're, can we add this to the um, Dumbledore's death quota? It's just the amount of like first years that Harry accidentally like tramples over. I don't know if it's mine. <laughs> yeah. Network. So this is something we have about the amount of students that die at Hogwarts every year for nothing to do with Voldemort it's you know it's the forbidden forest it's the moving staircases it's um, the, uh, the blast ended scroots would kill you. yeah being fed to Hagrid's pets we have a certain like quota and we try and work out like what the carnage is every single year it's one of the side effects of going to Hogwarts you're either going to die by Voldemort or just die, die by like the sheer incompetence of Dumbledore yeah awful school <laughs> yeah but I, what I do like with McLagan and I say this as a Gryffindor is that we finally have the archetype jock gryffindor arriving like yes. he is a dickhead but he's just he's so arrogant and thinks he's amazing and i do like that we finally get like not a bad gryffindor but like a, a complete an asshole. accurate gryffindor I uh, an for asshole, anyone unsure I'm, yes. I'm slytherin she's gryffindor <laughs> really should have worn a red skirt um yeah <laughs> Loads and loads and loads of people are trying out for the Quidditch team, including people who are not in the right house or have never flown a broom in their life, all because they fancy Harry Potter and want to have a look at him. But it's okay because Ginny is the best flyer there and scores 17 goals. But earlier this summer, Harry called her flying good enough. Yep. Yeah. Yep, screw Harry. Ginny is a better flyer than Harry by a mile, and um, Harry is so obnoxious he cannot recognise that. I fully believe that. Doesn't she become a professional Quidditch player? Yes, yes, she does. And Harry's like, oh, she's, she's OK. Right, for a woman. <laughs> it's like Harry, Harry, sweetie, I hate to tell you about your feelings towards Sirius, but, yeah, maybe re-examine your sexuality. <laughs> Um, well, also, speaking of his sexuality, the way he has not realised that any, everybody fancies him and Hermione has to explain that to him, he's 16, I'm like, Harry, what is, how unobservant are you that you don't realise people are like looking at you, giggling at you and what that means? Okay. Bless his little heart. God forbid I defend Harry Potter, <laughs> but I am clueless. <laughs> when it comes to people fancying me like honestly and also i'm either clueless or i pick up on it and if it's a woman i run away (laughs) like just like not in like an uninterested way just in like a sheer terror i don't know what to do with this like women are actually attractive i run away (laughs) (laughs) so yeah not to defend harry but i kind of get it like if i still haven't worked out when someone fancies me and i'm 27 i can forgive harry yeah But then Hermione's trying to explain it to him and is as thick as anything herself because she's like, Yeah, people fancy you, Harry. I'm in love with Ron and I don't know what to do about it. Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, pot kettle much. Yeah. So Ginny is the best flyer. Harry is deciding each category of the Quidditch team, like each position without like doing flying practice with like a combination of the teams he's like right i'm gonna try out all the chasers right i've decided on my chasers he doesn't then wait and be like okay these are kind of my best ones i'll try them out with the beaters i think are my best ones and then we'll make a team from there no he just like pixie catchery and he isn't allowed time to think about it i feel like he should Mm. be allowed time to go away have a little think no he must decide on the spot there Talk to the people who he said no to and shout at them to go away. Yeah, and as a sporting expert, you're the right person to decide this, right? Well, that sport you do? Yes. I was once a swimming teacher. That's not That has no. It is a sport. It's an exercise. <laughs> you don't, I was about to say you don't swim competitively, but you do. <laughs> Charlie has never watched an Olympic Games in her life. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> So Harry leaves the keepers till last because he's an idiot and thinks that will somehow help Ron's anxiety. So he's trying out the keepers. They're all bad. McLagan saves four, but veers off wildly for number five. Mm -hmm. And then Ron manages to save all five, which actually, yay, his confidence is, I mean, it goes up and down. He's all right today. Thanks to Lav Lav. Lav 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 -Lav. shouts, good luck, Ron, from the stands. And Harry's like, oh, I thought that was Hermione. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) things I have to deal with McLagan is very angry shouts at Harry, storms off Um, and then Hermione runs up congratulating Ron uh, Lavender storms off all grumpy this is a whole recurring theme with these two of just shouting things at Ron Yeah, who does I, not deserve this attention from these two women as much as I love Ron. Yeah, I also love there's a line because when um, Lavender says good luck to Ron, Ron gets a bit of like a swagger and a bit of like a cocky little thing going on. And I just like love it. Harry thinks to himself that he's not going to laugh because Ron didn't laugh at him in the other chapter when what happened? When Draco oh, when he broke was like his covered clothes. in blood. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a great friend. But I just, I love... The, the rare moment that, like, I feel like Harry and Ron's friendship is actually well-written and yeah. you see why they're friends, because a lot of the time, and I get it, there's so much plot and stuff to go through that you can't really get all these wholesome friendship moments, but especially when we have, like, Goblet of Fire, which is, like, purely just them, like, beefing with each other. I love getting these little moments of them having, like, good, like, bro banter. like yeah, classic I teenage boy banter. I'm like, yes, that's why they're friends, because... I mean he's better in the books but i still i know don't hit me but ron is so uncompelling (laughs) and so is harry do i like harry potter (laughs) do you like men well well (laughs) i took a quiz and it came out iffy (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so yeah ron's looking all tall and pleased with herself um And Ron says, oh, it looked like McLagan was confounded, and Hermione goes, pink, which we'll come back to because it makes no sense. Let's come back to it in a minute. Um, They go up to Hagrid's to finally apologize to him, which, gross, you're all sweaty and have just been playing Quidditch. Although, do they get sweaty when they play Quidditch? I still can't work out how it's exercised, but fine. (laughs) There's like a lot of core strength. Yeah. And arm flailing um you 're good at sport, yeah, yeah, cool. I know so much sport, yeah, so they bow to Buckbeak and they 're having a little chat with Buckbeak when Hagrid storms out of the cottage and tells them to go away. I love seeing scary Hagrid. Why? I don't know. It's just like a different side to the character that we don't really see. And I think it's really sweet because he's like this upset, as he bloody should be. Yeah, as he should be. The thing is, it's not even about them not taking his subject. It's about their like severe lack of doing literally anything to then like make it better. Yeah. So he should be upset. And I like that he yells at them because like, I'm sorry, more people need to yell at those (laughs) Like. (laughs) They're not having very good boundaries reinforced. Like, every single year, they, like break rules, put themselves into, like, adult dangerous situations that they shouldn't be put into. They don't get, like, adults involved when they really should. And then at the end, it's like, here's a load of house points and more fame and well done. And it's just like, maybe, maybe someone needs to discipline these literal children. Yeah. Although, as we said in a previous episode as well, it is also the school's fault for not deciding, like, the curriculum before the moment they go to class. Yeah. Because, like, Hagrid doesn't find out that no one is Rolled in his class until his class starts and no one turns up <laughs> what is that about like they literally just do their timetables there and then like it's so what's Hagrid like if he let's be honest he's not like I mean he tries as a teacher so he's probably done some lesson prep for no one to show up he's probably bought all kinds of disgusting creatures yeah yeah cool. as that you know franchise is called discussing, discussing creatures, creatures and where, and where to, to discover time. them yeah 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 it's yeah, a yeah, great yeah, franchise yeah. we watched the um the third film illegally recently illegally. i mean legally <clears throat> very legal it is um yeah. Something that's a it's, film. This that is the one The <laughs> second one was bad to the point you could laugh at it. The third one was just boring. Yeah. And if I wasn't watching it with Hannah and Neil, I wouldn't have finished it. I was just like, this is about politics, and then the like the entire film just cancels itself out. Yep. Very like, boring. Anyway, so that's that, a whole, that's it. it's whole tangent. Bad. Yeah. So <laughs> Harry is like, I'm not standing for this, and goes to threaten to blast open Hagrid's door. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna knock this down. So how Hag- <laughs> could, ha- could Harry even do? This? Like, yeah, he knows the spell, yeah. Harry, I honestly don't think Harry's good at any magic aside from <laughs> Expelliarmus. We never see Harry cast a spell ever. Yeah, and I think when we do, it's actually like Hermione stood behind doing non-verbal magic to make him think he can do it. It's okay, he can do it, it's okay. Um, Hagrid throws open the door and goes, I am a teacher, Potter. And Harry has another great sass with the word, sir. He's like, oh, sorry, sir. sir. <laughs> Harry's really taken his sass pills this year. He's really decided this is the year he doesn't give any fucks about anyone. (laughs) And he's really getting his, like, submissive side out, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, they're like, Hagrid, we missed you. And they're like, we're so sorry. Actually, no, 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 they're not. Just Hermione is. They leave the woman to do all the apologising. The boys sit there like... Cool, you do I it. love making women do emotional labour. <laughs> Literally, she's like, "We're so sorry." Looks at the boys. They say nothing. We didn't. We would have taken it if we'd had time. Yeah, we didn't have enough time in our timetables. Yeah. No, you didn't, Hermione. You're taking two more subjects than the boys. The boys did. They just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, Hagrid is um, feeding maggots to Aragog. Mm. giant maggots, foot-long so maggots I love a good bucket of maggots Mmm, mm, tasty, it's delicious Apparently Arag- Aragog is dying and this is apparently sad for the Hagrid um, He starts crying which helps ease the tension when someone starts crying and you have to comfort them He kind of forgives them because Hermione's yeah. like, is there anything we can do? And Ron is like, no, stop it now. <laughs> stop saying things. They're <laughs> such bad friends to Hagrid. And he's such a gem to them. And they're just like so disinterested. And they just go around. They drink his tea. They're rude about his cooking. Like... Would, would you feed the giant murderous spider for, for Hagrid? No. Um, I didn't think you would. I don't really care if I live or die. Ideally, I wouldn't like to be eaten by a spider. I will admit that. Okay then. But, like, I don't know. For, like, such a sweet. If you asked me to feed mag... giant maggots to a giant murderous spider, I would say yes. Aww. I wouldn't. Uh, so <laughs> gullible. Um, we get the convenience sanity line that all the Time Turners smashed last year. Oh yeah, it was in the Daily Prophet. Did you not see it? They've all smashed. Don't worry about them. They're gone. We can't use them now. love a plot convenience. And also, this definitely happened. And one wasn't kept back in a stupid retcon play. That oh. no, they all smashed. Thank they you. all, <laughs> aside from those ones that were under the rug with Cormac McLaggen. <laughs> I'm just laughing at my own joke there. It's fine, I laughed harder. <laughs> yeah, I, it's 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 so convenient, isn't it? Like, it annoys me. Like, I, I was t- talking to you about this yesterday, but I'm currently reading um, the Akhtar series, if anyone's a fan. No? Oh, <laughs> some, yes, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm currently reading that, and there's a bit in the second book, spoiler-free, don't worry, but there's a bit when, like, essentially you know any author that deals with magic deals with this conundrum where you have magic and spells and magical devices and potions that you know normally have pretty limitless powers and then for the sake of the plot you need certain things to happen and i understand that it can be a struggle you know you you introduce time travel that then nullifies anything you do going forward so i understand the struggle but what i really liked was that the second um in the akatar series had this moment when Uh, character literally had like the perfect power to be able to just like rectify a situation like he could have just used his magic to fix it and the author literally had the character be like yeah I panicked and I forgot and I was like (laughs) yes that is it's good it's human admittedly they're not the character wasn't human but I'm like that's that's a reasonable thing to say I too would forget that I had a magical power that I could use to fix it yeah and I prefer that to being like they all got destroyed. I mean, it's not the best written thing in, but I am glad it happened, because I am. book three is obviously one of the best books, it's incredible, but to try to add time travel into any of the other books would have just caused so many issues, so I am glad they were all smashed. It's just like, yeah, it was in the newspaper, we smashed them all, every single one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say, it does kind of make sense in the context that, much like Hogwarts, the Ministry of Magic is useless. So it does make sense that they would be like, we have these really rare really powerful magical objects that we can't make any more of let's store them in the same Same location one cupboard (laughs) one cupboard and we will have no backups this won't go badly for us at all no one mentioned Cursed Child. Don't bring it up. It's not real. No, no, because, yeah, there was that one under the rug. Yeah. So, yeah, Hagrid's kind of, his anger kind of goes because he thinks they all offered to feed the spiders. <laughs> they they did it. didn't. They didn't, but it works. Um, and they leave Hagrid's eventually with Harry complaining once again that he's hungry because Hagrid's cooking is bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's so rude. He is rude. He's a rude person. Yeah. When you cook me disgusting things, I don't... <laughs> I'm kidding. That you time I burnt that lasagna I cooked for you. Yeah, which might be the only thing you've actually cooked for me. <laughs> did you make a mac and No, I made you a mac and cheese. You did. This is not a conversation they need to. <laughs> no, it is. This okay. is what they really care about. Great. <laughs> so they head back for dinner, and while they're watching, McLaggen tries to walk into the Great Hall and bashes against the doorframe, which <laughs> <laughs> okay, leads to A, question, how long does the Confundus charm work? Or B, is McLagan just stupid and walks into doorframes? To be fair, you've seen me trip over three times today. <laughs> yes, I have, yes. But, <laughs> but I didn't do it on nothing. stage yet. yet. Well, you will now. You've said it. Yeah um so harry holds hermione back and he's like you know McLagan did look like he was confounded and he was standing near where you were sitting this makes no sense okay so McLagan has to save five goals he has to Yeah, he has to keep five goals. And he saves the first four, which implies he wasn't confounded, confounded, don't know how to say that word, confounded for the first four, but was confounded for the fifth goal. But was he flying back down to where Hermione was sat? Every time? Because in the films they fix it by like her shooting it Mm. at the ring. But Harry just like, makes more sense anyway. Well, yeah, it must be what happened because he can't have been like flying in loops down to where Hermione was. Maybe because he fancies Hermione, he was literally just like checking her out in between every goal. Just like, <laughs> yeah, just wow. going and staring down her cleavage. <laughs> Men wow. Men do that. <laughs> wow. And then flying back up to save the next goal. Yeah. So yeah, Hermione's like, uh, yeah, I did I did kind of do that. Yeah, but you didn't want him on the team anyway. You're fine. You didn't want him, Harry. Um, I love when Hermione breaks the rules for like just random reasons yeah. she's like I want Ron on the team and I am gonna break the rules she's so in love with him it's adorable it really is and why why <laughs> the only thing that I can think is that Hermione is bisexual because us bisexual women have the worst taste in men right okay it's it's so true though, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, she's breaking the rules for Ron um, and I'm turning a page. This is awkward. I'm sorry. It's not awkward unless you say it's awkward, but I have to make it funny. <laughs> so Ron sticks his head back out and he's like, where have you two got to? And I think this chapter does a really good job of setting up why Ron thinks that Hermione and Harry fancy each other, because in some ways you feel like it kind of comes out of nowhere in book seven. You're like, what? Like, no, they don't. But This is the second time Ron has kind of come upon them whispering to each other for reasons he doesn't know because they can't tell him that this is about him. And then he also had that whole thing in potions where Harry was like, yeah, I told Slughorn you were the best in the year and Ron gets annoyed and he's like, I would have said that. So I think they do build in this like secondary reason why Ron does the terrible thing he does when he kisses lavender out of revenge because he thinks that Harry and Hermione fancy each other. And it's so secondary school to like get yourself wrapped into like this love triangle of who fancies who. It really is. Imagine if communication existed and you could simply ask your best friend Friend. Hey, do you fancy this girl? You can't Imagine. do that age 16. You can! Oh my god, they're best friends. Like, oh, my best friend. Men or- don't talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> men discussing feelings? Are you crazy? Men <laughs> should discuss. Feelings. Oh, well, but like, I don't know. You think they would at least do it in like a like horny bro where being? Like, oh, I, I mean, in the film they did the wonderful. Her skin <laughs> is soft. My body has got nice skin. <laughs> <laughs> it was very. She puts the lotion on her skin. <laughs> But like, you know, you think they would like even, you know, I, I don't expect them to sit down and be like, oh, my God, her eyes are so gorgeous. Yeah, she makes me all flutter inside, but at least be like, oh, yeah, she's got nice ass, hasn't she? Like, you know, like, no, no, not that, anything but that. I don't know, you feel like Ron would be like, oh, like, Hermione's had like a bit of a glow. Okay, not those exact words. We clearly have no idea how men talk to each other. Look. <laughs> like, I think we should both be glad that we're not familiar with how teenage boys talk about I girls. I would never like to discover how teenage boys no, talk about No, absolutely girls. not. But, but like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like there would be some, like, even if it wasn't very, like, eloquent or poetic. I don't expect Ron to be writing sonnets about Hermione. But you think two best friends would, like, be vocal about who they fancy. Like, they discuss when, or Did they? They kind of discuss when Harry fancied Joe, mostly because Hermione brought it up. Yeah, but I'm doing all the emotional labor in this trio. I just feel like Ron would ask. <laughs> Surely. No, he's too embarrassed. So yeah. then to make the whole situation for Ron worse, I can see why he gets in a bad mood this chapter. Slughorn stops them and he's like, oh, Harry, Hermione, wanna come to a private dinner with me? Literally Ron is a piece of furniture at this point to Slughorn, like does not acknowledge him in any way. Yeah. Harry's like, nah, I got detention, Hermione's like, yeah, that sounds great. Jesus Christ, I don't want to go to this. (laughs) And I love it because at this point Slughorn is fully aware that Ron was at the Ministry of Magic which means that Ron has been so off-putting that he's <laughs> cancelled that out like yeah he was you know part of the six students that did all of this like incredible magic and like saved the day and went up against Voldemort but oh my god he's ginger <laughs> Like, but he likes Ginny <laughs> I love how Ginny is still getting invited to these things because she cursed one guy one time like, yeah literally like Ron can you know go fight in the ministry um, and not get invited but Ginny does one spell yeah and gets yeah. invited which you know Ginny's awesome so it should yeah. be no no no. i'm fine with ginny being there it's just quite funny it is yeah so harry has detention and they go back up to the common room to have a little chat before and they're reading the evening paper and it turns out mr weasley has searched malfoy manor again and found nothing um which was set up a few chapters ago when harry asked him to search again so harry then starts going through a whole rigmarole of like well he must have brought it with him no we were all searched well he must have had it sent to him no our owls were all searched and then he's like ron what do you think and ron's like F off, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Which is the most teenage boy thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to my room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, Ron storms back off to bed because he wasn't invited to the party and it's sad. Dude, you just made the keeper please try to cheer up a bit. Like, no. Mm. Um, and that, that, is, that is the end of the chapter. Wow, I think I talked really, really fast. <laughs> Have you got any more notes? Um, don't we have the bit when Harry has to go to detention and Snapes like, Oh, like you don't no matter how many parties you're invited to, you have to That's definitely this chapter. Did did my chapter cut off early? <laughs> I, I was reading. A, I was reading a bad PDF. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Okay, please tell me what happens in the plot of this chapter, and I will react. No, oh the roles are reversed. This is great fun. This is like the last like, oh okay fine minutes. But yeah, so basically Harry has to go to his detention with Snape, and uh, Snape's like, because Slughorn was like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to Snape. I'll get you out of that detention. Oh, yeah. and then he has to go anyway, and Snape's like, no matter how many parties you've been invited to, Potter. Great impression, amazing. Thank you, Car- <laughs> carry on, um, go on. And he's like, your detention is that you have to sort flobberworms um, and you do not need protective gloves, which feels immoral. <laughs> and you think Snape is a moral character. No, <laughs> but you, you think maybe, you know, when Harry was naming his children, he would remember the hour that he spent sorting flobberworms without protective gloves. Yeah, just that tiny incident, just the little, that little one bad yeah. thing that Snape did of making That one bad thing that Snape did. One tiny little bad thing. Look, if one good thing can, not even a good thing, just if one, one thing, one fancy can, can nullify one, one all the time. bad. Yeah. Oh, that um, that, that sure was a chapter. Yeah, I liked it. I like the chapters that are just like school life. They just, they seem, they're my favourite to like listen to to fall asleep because they feel like all comforting. Yeah, no, I agree. And this was like a good one. I'm glad it wasn't too heavy Um, coming off the back of the gaunt chapter. (laughs) Hannah, you know what we haven't said? No. This is our 100th episode. yeah, we forgot. We did this 100 times and no one stopped us. And we did not plan this. We literally a week before we came out, I was organizing the schedule yeah. and I had made a mistake and written 96 five times. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, we were on episode 96 for a while. Redid the schedule and I was like, Charlie, it's 100. Episode 100 falls on the live. Yeah. So welcome to our 100th episode. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. We'll find any excuse at this point to meet you guys. Yeah. So we have done something which is probably a first for us in many, many years of actually recording an episode in 40 minutes. I think the sheer panic that we would not do this within an hour. By the way, what you guys can't see, there's a giant clock there. I mean, like this big by this big, counting <laughs> down the time really aggressively at us. And yep. we have not stuck to under an hour in two years. And I was like, what are we going to do if we go over? Will they like escort us from the stage? So I think in my panic, we've done it in 40 minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know if we want to does like do, 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 do we want to do, do a do little question should we transition it into a Q&A is that embarrassing any, do we think anyone do we this think is the thing. we're, we're all... like do we do a Q&A and everyone's like we don't want to ask you we don't want to ask you anything cuz that's out the room anyone want to ask us should we have people come to the front Hello? so they can talk into the microphone do you want to come up who's your least favourite character not including Umbridge least favourite yeah ooh. ooh oh god I said I wouldn't make those noises on stage oh this is <laughs> I'm 97 <laughs> yep Oh God, this is such a good. It's hard. I hate them all so much. <laughs> <laughs> just hate the Harry Potter books. Why are we here? No. Um. My instinct when you asked that was Snape. Um, yeah, I have to say my brain did go, go there. to Snape because he's just. It's the fact that some people love him that makes him even worse to me. Because I'm like, learn to read. I don't know. Like he's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, literally. And he's like, oh, but she loved Lily, and it's like, how? That doesn't make it better, it really doesn't. Yeah, I'd have to say Snape. Um, I don't want you to get violent, but I'm not the biggest fan of Ron. But I'm also not the biggest fan of Harry or Hermione, so like, why are you here? (laughs) I don't know. How did you get here? I really like Luna. (laughs) to be honest (laughs) yes um anyone else got any you don't have to come to the front if you don't want but you can yeah you can just scream it at us oh yay so which character do you fancy Um, contrary to me just saying that I hate them all I also fancy them all um, <laughs> I didn't quite hear the question there, I think it was what character do you fancy yeah oh okay. yeah sorry the um, speakers are turned away from us so I can't <laughs> yeah no I mean liking people as like a person and like a human being and their personality and their sense of humour has nothing to do with whether or not I find them attractive um, in fact actually sometimes the more I disdain someone the sexier they are <laughs> You have a lot of issues you still need to work on. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, oh, I mean, Sirius is obviously an absolute... I mean, he's not a DILF, but he's an honorary DILF. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I fancied the pants of Fred and George. Um, I think I was pre- preferential to Fred, um, which was obviously heartbreaking. Yeah, um, we, we... My, my <laughs> first instinct, which I feel like they're watching us, We have to whisper this one. <laughs> Oliver Wood. <laughs> Just in case he hears, <laughs> uh, we um had like we were given like a schedule from LeakyCon and it was like Saturday private lunch with Sean Bigstaff and we were like, no! cancel the plane tickets. We're not coming. <laughs> do that to us. <laughs> um, I obviously yeah yeah I'd say Fred and George were my top. Yeah, um, I was never a Draco girl. Actually, no, I was never a Draco girl. No, no. Um, in hindsight, Neville. Yeah. Um, Big Neville energy. <laughs> uh, book Tonks. Nice. nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, mm, who else? Honestly, like the bar oh. is so. Low. Oh, um, young Voldemort in film two. He was very formative. <laughs> um, all of them is the answer. It's, all it's of quite, them and none of them. McGonagall. It's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, You've named a lot of characters now. <laughs> oh, um, oh my God. Mr. Weasley. <laughs> okay, uh, taking the mic off her. We... Actually, I really can't say that. There's a child in the room. Anyway, any other <laughs> questions? come on up oh no wait this person was next oh sorry ooh. you'll be next shall we make a queue? do we want to make a queue? a, a oh two-person God, queue? Embarrassing. so i know you drink wine but what other alcoholic beverages do you drink on the show Oh, everything. All everything. of them. So, we, so we are genuinely on, I mean, not 100 alcohols because, um, it was quite nice walking. It feels very <laughs> freeing. I'll sit back. I want to give it a try. <laughs> That's, no, it's very awkward. Um, we're not quite on 100 alcohols because we have had some repeats, but we're probably yeah. on about 80 alcohols, I believe. Yeah, we have a system where on our Patreon, any $20 Patreon can actually pick what we drink within reason for an episode. So And someone made us drink an egg once. Yeah, and that was entirely entirely my fault because in one episode like we just were getting a lot of like beer wine and cider which is like fabulous but I was like guys you realize you can make us drink anything and then like literally like a week after that we got a message like oh yeah um can you drink what was it like prairie chicken which was a raw egg cracked into two shots of gin with black pepper over it yeah and I had Jaeger with mayonnaise in which at first I was like that's not too bad it congealed (laughs) (laughs) um it yeah, it was not aesthetic. We've drunk absinthe. Uh, moonshine is a recent one. Moonshine is a very interesting. Seventy-two percent moonshine. I'm not sure what proof that is. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, we I, honestly we've been quite lucky because we both like drinking but we don't just like getting drunk we also like like the taste of alcohol and we've been able to try so many different ones yeah but also some horrible ones corn wine was a low point point. not wine it's a spirit it's disgusting um, what was that monk one from france oh chartreuse chartreuse that green chartreuse if anyone ever offers you chartreuse say no and run away slap them honestly (laughs) um we've yeah we've drunk so much it really is um i was like not the biggest drinker where I only started drinking actually when I was 20 which for a Brit it's normally like 14 Um, so I was a freak of nature because our legal drinking age is 18 Um, and yeah I wasn't actually like I hadn't tried that much and really through this podcast it's opened my eyes to just how many terrible spirits there are you're making it sound like the podcast has ruined your life oh it has this is is terrible it is Um, next question I like it when Hannah has to get up I knew you were going to um, so the Discord wanted me to ask. Oh you, no! <laughs> um, uh, screw Mary, kill but with wands, Harry's wand, Voldemort's wand, and the Elder wand. <laughs> I don't hold that back. You can I mean, <laughs> the Elder wand. Uh. <laughs> can you cover the children's ears for <laughs> a second? <laughs> Sorry, can you- uh, definitely, um, screw the Elder Wand. I forgot the other I forgot. two. I got what so shocked like? by the question. What was the other two? Hermione... Wand... Hermione's wand and the Elder Wand. Was that it? Harry's is quite short and thick. <laughs> Stop. No, that wasn't. That wasn't intentional. Oh, Voldemort. Wait, isn't Voldemort's the Elder Wand? Oh, what's his original? Oh, with the. Oh, wait. That's got it. Like... <laughs> Kill that one. Um, Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> um, um, and then I don't know, like maybe screw Harry's, and marry Hermione's. It's the elder one. Hermione's one was not in this. <laughs> what? Whose was it? The elder. Voldemort's. The elder oh, wand. This is Harry's so wand. <laughs> okay, we're marrying Harry's one. We're screwing the elder one, and I'm killing Voldemort's one. There, I'm done. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Next. Anyone else? Please Anyone take pity would like on us. Up? So if you could change the death count in the books and pick one character to kill off who didn't die or one character to save who did die, who would you pick? Uh, save Fred. Is it Fred that dies or George that dies? Yeah, I'd, save Fred. Save Fred. I'd save Fred. day I'd save Fred. That's the most tragic death in the book. I know he already died, but can I have Snape die twice? <laughs> Um yeah who else would I, I'd kill off umbridge she needs to go I would All make JK Rowling a character in her own book then and then kill her, her off <laughs> um, yeah maybe umbridge, umbridge umbridge die yeah give her a nice clean death yeah, um, yeah umbridge I think Definitely. yeah but save fred yeah save fred always oh, fred oh. <sighs> Um, oh, Colin, wait, that was so unfair. Oh, oh no, yeah, now I'm Colin. thinking about all the deaths. No, but also, like, Tonks and Remus, that one Okay, well, brutal. now we're just naming every character that died. Yeah, but I think it would have to be Fred. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because that's just so sad. Do we have any Anyone more, else? or are we going to let you guys be free? No, we're never leaving, never leave. You can never leave. This is when, like, the doors slam shut, yeah. the lights start <laughs> to flicker. <laughs> this is what us Brits do. Um, do you have any, like, favourite ships? Like, well i'm so harry glad you asked because we actually have a panel on another day we with do. fanatical fix <laughs> about um non-canon ships that are our favorites so yeah harry and I luna come to that has a special place in my heart i just think that they're more compatible than harry and Ginny, and i love book Ginny, um but they're just so similar it's just like Ginny is Harry and Ron combined and then like in a ginger wig and they're just they're too similar it wouldn't actually work I'm not like a big advocate of couples that just like have everything in common I think that it's really important to have differences and to balance each other and I think that what we see throughout the books is actually Luna balancing Harry and his his seriousness and his like anxiety and I think that she really often is the one that actually comes when he needs and like completely (laughs) change That was you. Um. (laughs) <laughs> now I'm distracted but yeah like she, she's always there for him when he needs um, even when he doesn't know how to ask and she changes his perspective on things and I just really like them together and I have to say that I'm the rare person that doesn't actually ship Neville and Luna because I just think I don't ship her no I just think it's a bit of like a not an only gaze in the village in this kit, but like because <laughs> they're not they're a hetero couple but like it's it's just they, they were the other two you know so like they just got you know yeah shoved together yeah yeah as i've said on the podcast i have been um getting into wolfstar recently i didn't really i i knew it was a shit, but i'd never like looked or saw it in the text before and doing this close reading has made me see it appreciate mm. it then i read all of all the young dudes and now it's just a spiral that keeps on going <laughs> um But yeah, there's so many more we'll talk about on the other panel. But like, I'm a big uh, Dean and Seamus. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And obviously, I am Ron and Hermione till I die. I don't care that they're canon. Um, A nice self insert here, but me and Oliver Wood. Um, (laughs) Cover the mic me say that <laughs> oh yeah also um snape and the giant squid <laughs> oh dear yeah for no one ever <laughs> yeah no just die alone slowly yeah. and painfully yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is canon like being alone yeah. that is true that yeah. is true that is canon yeah yep um any more for any, any more for the last five minutes yeah oh, come hello up. haha you get up Ugh. what was your Favorite Harry Potter candy versus your childhood candy. Ooh, that's a great one. Ooh. <sighs> I do. I like to chocolate frog. I feel like I didn't try so much of it for so long. Like you couldn't yeah. get hold of it very easily. I think we a lot a lot of at least the desserts and stuff in Harry Potter we find quite funny because like it's like treacle tart is always mentioned, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's not magical. It's, it's not just, magical. It's, it's just, just treacle <laughs> tart. Um, nice. <laughs> And then my like actual favourite candy. Candy. Um, oh, I don't know. A lot of them they might not have heard of. What do you mean? Because they're like British. We'll tell you them and use them with your Britishisms. In terms of chocolate, I like a Yorkie raisin and um, cookie, which is it's a chocolate bar in the UK um, that its entire marketing, when we were younger, was not for girls. So it was genius because immediately every like, you know, um, young girl was just like, "I'm going to eat a Yorkie because I've been told I'm not allowed," and it's just like they just did sexism and made money from it, like. Yep. <laughs> How about you? I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I haven't tried actually that many Harry Potter candies because we couldn't get hold of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still searching for the perfect butterbeer because I truly believe the Warner Brothers butterbeer is the rankest thing I've ever tasted. Like, I'm sorry. That stuff is not what is described in the books. Get out. Like, no, go away. It's just soda I like I, I hate it but Charlie likes to make fun of me because I have tried to make butter before and it's gone terrible oh it was awful because yeah sometimes we try and design our own cocktails on the podcast and neither of us have any mixology experience and it's it's honestly just a war crime um, but yeah what what Hannah does was like a nuclear war crime um, I mean for a start she used ginger beer in one of them despite me repeatedly being like I hate ginger beer and she was like well here you go you. and this is not just me like having it out for hannah hannah's partner also tried them and was like what have you done (laughs) one day i will discover the perfect butterbeer recipe i will i'm determined to if anyone has any good ones please email them to us so we can try them yeah um is there any more questions if oh yes obviously expelliarmus is harry's signature spell what is your signature spell what is your signature spell That's so good. Oh, my God. Avada (laughs) could No. Hmm. 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 I think I am such a fan of just the useful spells in Harry Potter. Like, apparating just solves so many problems. Seriously. I know that's not not really a spell, but the the amount I wish I could apparate is unbelievable. Yeah, because I think, like, I would say Accio, but I genuinely think I would never move again. And that's a real issue. Yeah, just never move. I have such a place in my heart for the little bluebell flame spell from book one that Hermione uses that's kind of never mentioned again and kind of doesn't seem to have much use apart from warming your hands. But I just find it so adorable that it's used so often in the first book. I don't know. I think that I can imagine like having it in a little jar because I do get cold hands. I could keep it on my desk and keep my hands yeah. warm. Yeah, because you've got Raynaud's. I so. do have Reynolds. That's Yeah. Like, woo! Yes! <laughs> 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 that was an unexpected Found thing to my cheer people. For. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I feel like whenever I someone asks me something like this, I forget every spell. Every spell you've ever heard. Yeah, of. and honestly, we don't really see that many in Harry Potter. I feel like. We no, don't. we're told that they can do so many things, and then it's like, well, what things? Like yeah. you don't actually learn them. Maybe ingorgio would come in handy in certain situations. Yeah, I'm gonna say ingorgio. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Right, we have have time for one more if anyone has them, and if not, we'll head off. Does anyone have one more? No? No? Okay, then we're gonna. Okay, hang on. well, we will be milling about outside. If anyone wants to come, um, punch us in the face for what we just made you sit through. Yes. Um, thank you guys so much for coming and listening to us. I really hope you enjoyed. And yeah, we'll be milling around the convention the whole rest of the weekend. So we yes. hope. Please come up to us. Um, we're good for hugs. So yeah. Yes, and don't we'll forget, there's like. more badges if anyone would like them. Thank you guys so much. For thank coming. you guys so much for coming. I'm so glad there wasn't just five people. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, actually. What? Well, let's take a photo with everyone. (gasps) Yay! And also, a vlog. We're doing a vlog for our patrons, so, you know, we should really actually do that. Okay, Okay, now let me do um, a bit of a vlog. It would really help if I talked into the microphone, wouldn't it? Sorry that we're keeping you for this, but hello. We're on stage, and you can't see because of the light, but I promise there's lots of people. (laughs) was it uh, yeah we're do- we're doing a little bit of a vlog but yeah we do- we're just wrapping up we're gonna let all these people go we're forcing them to do content we are. for us <laughs> now really quickly really get a quick selfie film. oh how do we do this angles are hard <laughs> <laughs> All smile wow the lights are really blaring. it really yeah anyway thank, thank you, guys you guys so, so much, much for coming have a lovely rest of your day you for listening to this episode of Goblet of Wine. To find us on social media, search at Goblet of Wine Pod on Twitter or at Goblet of Wine Podcast on Instagram. We also have a website over at www.gobletofwine.co.uk where you can keep up with everything that we do. This podcast is produced by our wonderful Hufflepuff tier patrons. Yolanda, Thomas, Sir Bandersnatch, Samuel, RMG, Patrick, Nick, Lewis, Layla, Catherine, Ashley,